KG, and this is not safe for networks. Montucky skies. I'm Biggs, and I'm Brandon. How's it going, Brandon? Well, I got my truck fixed, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Missed Halloween, but got my truck fixed. Sorry. I went. Yeah, I went to a pretty fun party. I freaked out a bunch of people with my cheap ass mask. That worked out pretty well. Yeah, I had a good time, but I had most of my fun on Saturday, so yeah, it wasn't so bad. I didn't get to go out on Saturday because my wife was working at a casino. <laughs> Ah, well, say la vie. Oh. Yeah, I went as Beetlejuice on Saturday. The downside to doing a Beetlejuice costume is everybody comes up to you and says, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> Which means they want you to go away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not cool. <laughs> yeah, it was funny because we had like a running bet throughout the night to see like how many times like people said it i think i counted six and a half that's a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah it gets old after like go because we were only out like three three and a half hours did you like put a zipper on somebody's mouth when they'd start to do it <laughs> <laughs> that would have worked really well <laughs> like you're getting the zipper yeah <laughs> Well, moving up, let's let's get into the news here. So, um, American Vandal was canceled by Netflix. It seemed like that. it was popular, getting good ratings. We think Netflix doesn't release it, but uh, getting really good reviews. And somebody pointed out that Netflix seems to only be axing shows that that they don't completely own because apparently American Vandal was half owned by CBS Studios. So. It doesn't bode well for their other Marvel shows. Like, that bodes even worse because for a second I was like, well, at least it's not like against just Marvel. And then I'm like, oh, wait a second. Marvel's definitely doomed if that's what they're doing because they're sharing it with Disney. So it kind of makes sense from their perspective because they had so many shows and people have definitely jumped on to watching Netflix for their original programming. So why not make all the money instead of some of it? Yeah, they got to pay Adam Sandler something. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> well, I mean, contractually they do, but right. should they? There's a whole different story. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw they just released another of his specials, and I was like, oh, my fucking God. Yeah, I won't be watching it. I've heard good things about it from people who aren't the biggest Adam Sandler fans, but I just... I'm. I'm that ship's kind of sailed with me with Adam Sandler, so. Yeah. But I did watch five episodes of the new season of Daredevil. Nice. So I did want to give a quick review. And I, granted, I haven't seen the whole season. Usually I'm rolling in here having seen the whole season. So maybe I'll talk about it a little bit more next week. But I'm just going to give a vague thing. So um, 
it does seem like they're really borrowing from the the storyline Brent was talking about where uh uh God, and now I'm spacing the name of the storyline, but uh, the one where basically the kingpin finds his, out his identity and like goes to destroy his life. Great comic novel or graphic novel. Yeah, um, they're definitely they're doing that, but they're doing it in a different way. Like they don't have Karen Page sell him out and things like that, which I'm glad. Like the way they they painted the character, it wouldn't really work if they did it that way. But uh, so I won't get into the whole thing, but it is in, Matt Murdock's uh, arc is very interesting. He's lost faith, and he's definitely he's just decided to be Daredevil full time. He doesn't want to upset people in his life. He doesn't even want to bother living a life anymore. He just wants to be Daredevil full time. Born again is the born again. Yes, thank you. Uh, <clears throat> and so. What's really interesting about this, like the best thing I saw out of the five episodes so far is they do an 11 minute scene in this prison. Like he goes into this prison and then it winds up, it's kind of a tense moment and he gets injected with something and then it winds up being this 11 minute fight scene slash dialogue scene and they actually did it all in one take. They came close to nailing it on the sixth take, but they weren't quite there. And then they nailed it on the seventh take, but they started rehearsing it at like six in the morning because they had to have daylight when it ends because it ends with him leaving the prison. It's not really a spoiler because you know he's going to get out because he's Daredevil. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like um, it ends with him getting into a cab. And so it's like, it's fucking intense, dude. He just like gets the shit beat out of him over and over again. And all these prisoners just keep coming up to fight him. And then he winds up having this dialogue with these people. And then it's just, it's crazy. There's like the tear gas being thrown and like the lights going on and off. And I kept watching it. Like they might've done cutscenes here and here and here and here, but like they actually did it all in one take, which is like incredibly impressive. Cause it's like an 11 minute scene. And you really, while you're watching it, you feel the way that they do it in one take. You really feel like the effort that he's going through to get out of there. And he's also not fully healed at this point from the stuff that happens in the Defenders show. So he doesn't, he's not, he doesn't have his full powers. He's like, he's weak. And then on top of it, he's got to fight like an entire prison to get out basically. (laughs) It's fucking impressive, dude. Like, it's they one upped the thing they did in the first season where they had that giant fight in the hallway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where he keeps going back and forth to the little rooms and stuff, and it looks like it's one take. It's actually like three takes, but uh, and it's like a good five, six minute scene. But this one just fucking blows that out of the water. It's really impressive. So, I so far, I definitely recommend Daredevil. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio just does such a great job. Like he always does a great job as Kingpin, but just continues to do a great job. I really like um, uh, just everything I've seen in it so far. And Foggy isn't super annoying in this so far either. Like there's not a ton of the circular conversation so far. So it's like, all right, all right, I'm in. They they definitely your shit together. Yeah, it's too bad it'll be the last season. I'm sure. <laughs> I would be very shocked if there's a fourth season at this point, but we'll see. 
Anyway, so moving on. Uh, did you hear that the Falcon and Winter Soldier are going to have a six to eight episode limited series on Disney's platform? I have not heard that at all. Yeah, it leaked out to Variety. Uh, Malcolm Spellman, who produced and wrote Empire, has been hired as a writer, which means that is farther along than the Scarlet Witch series or the Loki series that were proposed. So that's a really great idea, like Bucky and the Falcon. I would love to see that shit, dude. Like, they're really entertaining, and they definitely work together in the comics and things, so it makes sense to have them have a show together. I like this. I'm I'm a fan. I enjoy it. Like, I really like uh, uh, Mackie. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's a great actor. Like, he's really entertaining to watch when he's on screen. Um, I, out of the two of them, I like his character way better, the Falcon. Just more so that he's more relatable. It's hard to really see, like, get into like Bucky's character. Yeah. Well, cause Bucky is, he's basically a sleeper agent, right? Right. He's now rebelled from it or whatever, but he's not, he's not the common man. Like the Falcons closer to the common man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think there's a lot of fertile ground to be mined out of that. Um, and then also the other news that came out is, Apparently, it is leaked to a website called iFilm that the Vision will be in the Scarlet Witch series. And so this wasn't for sure hard news, but they were speculating that it's actually going to focus a lot on their relationship that they hinted at in Avengers. Well, not Avengers 2, but uh, Infinity War. Like they hinted at the fact that like they had been trying to make that work. But I think we might actually get to see that. So that's that's pretty cool to me. Um, especially considering we may not get any more vision. Because he might actually be dead. They killed him twice. That's a lot of <laughs> killing. Yeah, he he got the sh- real short end of that stick. Like He not only got killed once in Infinity War, he got killed twice. Yeah, that's, that's brutal, man. He got killed by Scarlet Witch and Thanos. That's a lot of killed. <laughs> that's a whole lot of killed. Yeah, so I kind of like that. Like that's uh that's two characters I would like to see rehash more. And when I heard there's a Scarlet Witch series, I really really wanted there to be Vision in that cuz it's just, I don't know. Those two go together in the comics. Like they should yeah. go together in in the MCU as well. So Now, are we going to get like Eastern European Scarlet Witch, or are we gonna get European <laughs> or Westernized Scarlet Witch, where she doesn't have any accent whatsoever? I think we're gonna get both, because <laughs> <laughs> that's just what kind of actress Elizabeth <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen is. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> we'll get a little bit of both. We might even get some German Elizabeth Olsen in there too. <laughs> Maybe slip into some Georgian Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> like pulling out a D accent from like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> Let's put the shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <laughs> so you were talking about somebody's leaving the Flash? Uh, 
Jesse Martin is uh, taking a medical leave of absence from The Flash. Uh, they had wrapped up a set of episodes and they were taking a small break. And Joe West, or Jesse Martin, who plays Joe West, um, hurt his back. Wally West. He plays Wally West. Joe West. No, no. Joe is his... Wait, the, the dad? The dad. Oh, oh. Yeah. I, I, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So he hurt his back? He hurt his back, like, between episodes. And so he has to take a medical leave of absence. It did, um, the article I read didn't say when he's scheduled to return. And they're working on... They're scrambling to, like, temporarily write him off the... Sh- like. Right, off the show, so that they can he can get so they can continue on up. the series, but then like, but they want him back. Oh, that sucks. He's such a big part of that show he's such, too. He's one of the best parts of that show. Yeah, he really is. Not only is he the best part, he's like integral too. Like every episode, he's a big part. It seems like so. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a real rough one. I hope he gets better. Back injuries are are no good. I mean. I I struggle with my back at times, and it's just the too. fucking worst. So, um, yeah, I really hope he gets gets well soon. <clears throat> yeah, let's hope for a speedy recovery. Uh, Ewan McGregor is going to play the Black Mask and Birds of Prey. So apparently, they're still going forward with this Birds of Prey movie, and getting Ewan McGregor—that's a pretty good get. Yeah. Although traditionally, most movies he's in are not good. <laughs> We just love him anyway. So that fits in with everything I know about Birds of Prey so far. <laughs> I mean, it's that, a DC that's really movie. <laughs> they already had to change the script because James Gunn had something similar for his idea for Suicide Squad 2. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> what a hot mess. Yeah. But the Black Mask is actually a pretty interesting character. It's like a basically a gangster in like batman comics and they have to be anonymous and so he had like a mask melted onto his face that was made up of his dad's coffin they like melted down part of his coffin and like then like put it onto his face and then i think there's a device in the mask that gives him telepathic powers so i just hope they go with all this bad shit crazy stuff (laughs) they won't but even the arkham uh, city game which has black mask doesn't go into that shit at all like he's just a gangster with the mask essentially in that game <laughs> i said go bad wow. shit crazy dude well i mean go crazy <laughs> it'll it, it's got to be better than what you did in all the other batman stuff you've done since you tried to do like this world so why not just go crazy what a, at least it's not batman and robin yeah, that's true. Dude, that was a terrible depiction of Bane in that. Ugh. Basically played by an inflatable balloon. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah, moving on. Um, Let's see. Kathleen Kennedy confirmed that the Boba Fett movie is dead. So that is now confirmed. <sighs> we heard rumors that it was dead, but that's... That's confirmed. Yeah, if it comes from Kathleen Kennedy, you know it's dead. Yeah, because she's in charge of all the Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. That's that's actually kind of a bummer. Like, 
I I know uh, Solo didn't do what they wanted it to do, but like I know there's a lot of Star Wars people that are excited to see more from the Boba Fett. Yeah, I feel like we're gonna get it in the Mandalorian. Like I, I look at this. I think they took a nugget from from uh, Boba Fett and they just expanded it into a series. I think we're gonna get plenty of Boba Fett. I think he's coming back because a Mandalorian, like technically Boba Fett's dead, but maybe he's not. I wouldn't be surprised if he's not dead. Uh, I think we're gonna get some Boba Fett in this show. I'm convinced of it, dude. I think that's why they another reason why they killed the project was it's just like, well, we already got somebody wearing his armor for a TV show, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think we're I think we're going to get this in a different form, so whether it's good or not, I don't know yet, but I don't know. I'm not going to rule it out, so definitely going to check it out. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't. I'm Star Wars nerd, so yeah, I, I think we're gonna get it. So, um, but one thing that did leak out was uh, Josh Trank. Apparently, like little parts of what he was working on in the script started to kind of leak out, and apparently he was gonna have all the bounty hunters from Empire Strikes Back in the movie. Like they were all gonna be in the movie. Even IG eighty eight. Even IG eighty eight and Dengar and all of them. <laughs> uh, lizard guy, whatever his name is. Bosk. Yeah, Bosk. That's right, dude. Look at you. <laughs> hey, it's one thing I do know. It's the fucking bounty hunters from Star Wars. Why is that? <sighs> video games, like the Star Wars video games, and I think it's like the Lego Star Wars video games. Okay, because like, because you can collect all the different characters, and like, I really enjoy playing the bounty hunters because they have explosives. <laughs> Because they can blow stuff up. <laughs> That's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, I think I knew him because of the, a book called Tales of the Bounty Hunters. And it was like, it was one of the books that came out when we we're in high school when they started like just making a conceited effort to do the Star Wars Extended Universe stuff. And so they had one that was from each bounty hunter. Uh, like collected into this novel essentially it was like six stories and uh the boba fett one was the best it was so awesome and i've talked about in the podcast but i'll just give a little primer like he gets when he's in the sarlacc pit it's like slowly dissolving him and like trying to work through his armor and it's like basically torturing him and then at the very end yeah it's dissolving him isn't it like healing him at the same time yeah so that it like takes a long time and so at the very end, after he gets out of the Sarlacc pit, which is a whole thing, he like takes a slave one that's a ship, right? And like lowers it down so that like the the booster jets on it are like burning the Sarlacc pit. And then he pulls away from it and he says, no, not right now. We're going to make this take a long time. Like <laughs> flies off. Like it's so fucking great. It's such a great revenge that, you know, he just comes back and visits once a month or whatever just to like burn the shit out of the sarlacc pit but not quite enough to kill it every you know? other thursday oh it's time to visit the sarlacc pit yeah and it's star wars so you can just hit the hyperdrive and be there <laughs> over and over again you know <laughs> anyway uh let's move on to star star trek did you hear the big news about star trek no i think you're gonna fucking love this dude 
So CBS All Access will have an animated show called Star Trek Lower Decks. It's created by Mike Mahan, who is the head writer of Rick and Morty. Uh, Mike won our hearts with this first sentence. I want to do a show about the people who put the yellow cartridge in the food replicator so a banana can come out the other name or the other end. His cat's name is Riker. His son's name is Sagan. The man is committed. That's from uh, executive producer Kurtz, uh, Harvey Kurtzman saying this. So he's brilliantly funny and knows every inch of a Star Trek episode, and that's a secret sauce. He writes with the pure, joyful heart of a true fan. As we brought in the world of Star Trek to fans of all ages, we're so excited to include Mike's extraordinary voice. McMahon also promised he won't reveal in the last episode that the whole thing took place in a training program. <laughs> so if you ever saw the last episode of Voyager, you know what that joke's about. But uh, it's fucking great, dude. Head writer Rick and Morty has a Star Trek comedy show. That could be lots of fun. Yeah, and my whole thing is like, I think it could be really funny and fun. And if it's not, fuck it. It'll be gone, dude. It's an animated show. It almost doesn't count. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when people talk about Star Trek shows, they look at me with fucking disdain when I include Star Trek, the animated series. <laughs> <laughs> so if that's the bar they're going after, they already cleared it with this announcement, man. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Like, to me, it feels like low risk. It's like when you hear there's a new Star Wars cartoon. You're like, yeah, okay. Like, you could get excited about it or not watch it. It doesn't fucking affect you at all as a Star Wars fan. It really doesn't. Unless right. you're, like, a super fan. Because the cartoons, you can you can watch them or not. Like, nobody really cares. If it's live action, you take that shit seriously, right? Like, The Mandalorian, people are going to feel fucking strong one way or the other about that. Because it's live action. But, like, have you even seen the the show they have that's, like, where Poe Dameron's a character in it? No. No. Like, nobody, like, you you never even, like, bothered to, like, really look into it, right? I had some shit on it. I don't even think we covered it on the show because I'm just, like, I don't know how to make this interesting. Like, it's an <laughs> animated show. You're either going to watch it or you're not, you know? So, that's that's the kind of move that's a good move. Like, because it's so fucking low risk, dude. People are either going to watch it or not. Yeah. It gives me a chance to try and get my daughter into Star Trek again. I'm, Dude, I'm trying so hard. It's hard. It is hard to get kids into Star Trek nowadays. But. Yeah. I have given up that ghost. Like, actually, it might be harder, like, or it might be easier now that, like, my uh, daughter's, like, gone away from star wars because <laughs> she had to have the fierce devotion to one yeah may her, may get her to switch to the dark side and go star trek <laughs> but i doubt it yeah i still find that weird that people feel like they have to choose one or the other <sighs> i'm a bigamist when it comes to my star properties you know i i enjoy both of them with a lot of heart in fact, it might be more Star Trek than Star Wars, but I I have never been in the boat where it's like one or the other. Yeah, and I refuse to be in that boat. And like I won't even edge one out because it so pisses off both sides. <laughs> and I kind of enjoy that. Like, you know, you're the one being petty that tells me I have to choose. I don't have to choose shit. I'm not marrying either of these. Right. They scratch different itches for me. They always have, you know, so... Uh, 
let's see, Julie Avery, who's directed the upcoming Overlord. He's going to direct the new Flash Gordon movie. Yay! It's looking more and more like this is going to happen. Uh, Matthew Vaughn was set to direct it originally. And if you go back and you listen to Alien Movie Project on the Flash Gordon episode, which I'm on, I talked about that because he was intending on doing a sequel to the 1980 movie. Uh but apparently what's happened since then was Guardians of the Galaxy came out and he got mad because it kind of took everything that he wanted to do from it. <laughs> Damn like it. he's like they they basically just took what I was gonna do for it. So it's not it can't do it anymore. So I don't know. I, I could feel super happy or super nonplussed about this, depending on whether it's related to the nineteen eighty movie. <laughs> if they bring Sam Jones in, I'm I'm in. <laughs> I, here's where I'm at, dude. If it's no, I mean just like a can't like yeah, thirty cameo. second cameo. Like if it's like related at all to the 1980 movie, I'm in until I see it and don't like it. You know what I mean? But if it's not related to the 1980 movie, I just don't care. It's such a like it's such a fine. I don't know what it is with Flash Gordon. I've tried to watch the serials. They bore the shit out oh, of me. Oh, they're terrible. I tried to watch well, I've, the I've tried reading some of the comics. Yeah, terrible. Just not I, I mean, try, I see I like, tried watching like, the sci-fi show. I tried watching an episode, couldn't do it. Like I don't really care about Flash Gordon, but I fucking love the 1980 Flash Gordon with Queen in the soundtrack. <laughs> I love that. So yeah, I mean, this could be, and it's really going to be, I mean, I really don't envy, like, anybody trying to take on a project like this. Like, trying to capture that 1980 film, like, if you're trying to go, like, complete, like same character, but completely away from that, nobody's interested in that yeah and but if like you're super trying, fans are interested in that but if you want it to be a hugely successful movie you should probably stay very much away from the 1980 movie and it's like because <laughs> it, it's a cult classic so and trying to like capture what makes that movie interesting i don't think it's possible to do like, yeah, you have to like have a comedy of errors in in the <laughs> process of making that movie. But you can't force that to no, happen. You can't. You have you have to hire somebody who speaks different languages <laughs> and like shit, stupid shit like that that happen. Yeah, and you just can't make that stuff happen. But you know what you can do? Just have Queen do the soundtrack. I don't mean Queen plus Adam Lambert. Let me be clear on this. I mean, just reuse the same soundtrack and make it work. We can do this. Flash. Ah. Don't, don't Get fucking. 60-year-old uh, Timothy Dalton. Yeah. Don't give me fucking imaginary dragons doing the Flash's theme. I don't want that. I want fucking, I want the original soundtrack just give me the original soundtrack again speaking of queen uh should we are we gonna go to bohemian rhapsody i'm definitely seeing this weekend do you think i gotta check but do you maybe want to go tomorrow i 
kind of do. Yeah. We should fucking make this happen. Like, like an well, IMAX showing too. Like I actually want to spring for this. I want to, like I saw the trailer uh, for in Halloween. Like when we went to go see Halloween, they had the Queen trailer or the Bohemian Rhapsody trailer. And I was just like, oh my God, I got to see this in IMAX. Like, Oh yeah, they're doing the... Or not IMAX, but fucking XD. XD. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's like really hard because I really want to go like, a couple of times like maybe i could go and like with you and then go again with the family because they're not <laughs> going to go till like sunday yeah <laughs> yeah and i definitely can't go on sunday because i work a lot on sunday but uh yeah because i'll be honest i almost blew off some podcasting to go see it tonight that was how <laughs> strong that was because it, it opens in helena tonight yeah uh, as of this recording, I don't know. It won't even be tonight when you hear this, but it, on Thursday night, it opened here, and uh, I really, really wanted to see it. And like, it took every ounce of restraint that I had to like actually sit down and do my research. I had to do for the two podcasts I was recording <laughs> tonight, and not go to the first showing at at uh, the XD Theater. But I don't think I can hold off tomorrow. <laughs> I think it's gotta happen tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh so so we'll get a review of that next week yeah that's that's what i was leading into is like you guys will hear our opinion next week um i already know a bunch of stuff that's historically inaccurate we'll dive into that next week too yeah i mean i feel like we're gonna get real deep into this next yeah. week but we're gonna get real fucking nerdy talking about that shit <laughs> um so, did you hear Gladiator 2 is getting made? <sighs> like, I don't know if I groan loud enough on the microphone, because there's something I'm so not in. Like, I so hated the first one. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of the first one either. Of course, like, I was real drunk. <laughs> like, real drunk when I saw the first time. <laughs> Yeah, so was I. We went to it with Greg together, right? Wasn't yeah, well, it the three of us? Yeah. Dude, you were like almost throwing up drunk. Dude, I was passed out drunk. Like, yeah. I Because I went to the uh, Crawfish Festival here in Helena. <laughs> That's right. And so I started drinking at like noon or 11 o'clock. Like, been drinking all fucking day. Like, the thing got over like 6 o'clock, so I'm like parents went home like because i we had a jambalaya contest that we were in and we got third place so that was good nice. anyways so we walked like after everybody like the thing got over i'm like shit i'm gonna don't have anything else to do so i like stumbled up to gestures like <laughs> continued drinking like and i was pretty drunk by the time i had Got to Jester's. I'm trying Drank to rem- for like two hours at Jester's. I'm trying to remember, did we meet you at the bar or did we like come to pick you up? Like, how the fuck did that even happen? I this is like pre cell phones, kitties. Like, because this is like what 2000, something like that. 2001. Yeah. yeah, it was a while ago. So, yeah, so I was at Jester's. I think you guys might have just shown up just to have our usual drink at Jester's. Yeah. (laughs) And 
you guys were like, we're going to go see Gladiator. I'm like, fuck. So we walked from Jester's down to the The Sergus twin that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That so to to put this in perspective, it's like a three mile walk. No, it's a mile and a half. Mile and a half. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess that sounds about right. Yeah, I was trying to put together how how fast I walk a mile in my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I remember like stumbling all the way down to the <laughs> circus and watching. I was like, oh, I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't like it either. And then I resaw it on video, and it still still wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. and I have the same opinion. Like and somehow it won Best Picture. I would have thought it was fine, except for the end. I hated the end so much. I hated the end so much, dude. It was just so dumb. It made no sense. Uh, spoiler, I guess, if you haven't seen it in the last eighteen years. But uh, basically, the emperor goes to fight the gladiator but poisons him so that like he's gonna die before the match is over and then they kill each other essentially like he dies from the poison and he kills the emperor but it's like it's so fucking dumb because the emperor's never gonna get in that arena never like that's never gonna happen so it was just so dumb and they made the emperor so weak and like just the opposite of russell crowe you know what i mean (laughs) It was so dumb. But uh, one thing I did enjoy, and if you go back and listen a long time ago on the podcast, back when Zach was on it, he talked about, we had an episode where he went very in-depth into the script that had leaked for Gladiator 2, which <laughs> yes. almost got made for a while, which like they go into the afterlife and shit. This is not that, okay? Damn. So, yeah, if it was, <laughs> if it was a crazy sequel, I'd probably be on board, but... Uh, Peter Craig is going to write it. He did The Town. He's writing Top Gun Maverick right now. Uh, and he's writing it for Ridley Scott. So Ridley Scott's involved again. And uh, it's about the Emperor's nephew whose parents were spared by Maximus's, uh, uh, by Maximus when he ended the Emperor's reign. So whatever, whatever they're building out of that. But what the fuck is up with Ridley Scott? It's getting kind of old now, right? Like... I'm going to go back and do a bunch of alien movies. I'm going to go back and I'm going to do another Blade Runner. Oh, now I'm going to go back and do Gladiator. Dude, stop. We don't need another Kingdom of Men movie, okay? Just (sighs) stop. Ridley, you were one of the few original voices we had left, and now you're not even original anymore. Like, it was okay for one franchise. It's like the second one. It's like, "Eh, okay, I guess you're not directing that. You're just producing it and helping right now. Okay, I can... This is the third fucking franchise you're doing this with. Like, it's becoming a tragedy now. Like, this is like how jazz heads talk about Miles Davis, where they're just like, yeah, he just went off the rails and started, like, doing all this crazy funk stuff. Like, which I I like the funk stuff. Don't get me wrong. But, dude, you can't do three. You know what I mean? (laughs) You can't do three franchises now. That's It's getting ridiculous. It's just like I want. I think Ridley Scott just wants people to love him, or he just wants a lot of money. It's probably I think he just both. Wants a lot of money. I think it's both. Like honestly, I don't think it's any kind of artistic integrity at this point. I just think he wants people to love him, and he wants a lot of money. I think it's those two things, right? Like fame and money. I don't know. 
I don't know about the fame so much. Like, I think he wants it, but I think he's going about it the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree, dude. This is enough of these sequels. Stop it. Stop it, Ridley. Bad I Ridley. mean, if you give us another, like, another franchise, like, I'd be on board with, but he's just like, ah, uh, this cocaine habit's really getting me. <laughs> I need something to just, like, Get some more cocaine. All I'm saying is, Ridley, can I talk to you for a minute, Ridley? Can I call you Ridley? Um, We expected this from Tony. We don't expect this from you, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying, man. Like, everybody knew Top Gun 2 was going to happen eventually. Unfortunately, Tony didn't live to see it, but we expected this from Tony, not from Ridley. <laughs> God damn, dude. All right, let's move on to the biggest news of the week, I think. Um, the Game of Thrones prequel pilot will star Naomi Watts and Josh Whitehouse. Who's Josh Whitehouse? I don't know. I looked don't at some of the, the credits. Name. I don't know. But I know Naomi Watts. Yeah. And that's interesting. Uh, the synopsis for the series so far is that it chronicles the world's descent from the golden age of heroes into its darkest hour. And only one thing is for sure. From the horrifying secrets of Westeros history to the true origin of the White Walkers, the mystery of the East to the Starks of legend, it's not the story we think we know. That doesn't tell me jack no, shit. That doesn't tell you jack shit. But like that we have a big movie star in the in the pilot, so so she should get killed seventy five percent of the way into the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> or at least the first season. Um, so that's kind of interesting. And then the last thing I have here, and this is super fucking cool. So we talked about how they were doing the battle scene for Game of Thrones and they took 55 days to film it. Yeah. So the battle with the army of the dead in Game of Thrones was reported to be 55 days. It was actually only the exterior shots of the battle that they filmed. It was then filmed indoors in the studios for weeks afterwards. Damn, it's way longer than we thought it was, and we—it was already like the Battle of the Bastards was the longest they had ever spent, like on a movie or anything, filming a battle scene, and they fucking yeah. I mean, it was pushing like Peter Jackson, Lord of the Rings, like yeah. They they were almost thirty days on it. This is fifty-five days on just the exteriors. Like that's not including like all the fighting in the castles and shit like that. This is going to be crazy, dude. And then uh, some other news that came out. And this is just... I mean, this isn't news per se. But apparently uh, the creators of Game of Thrones, instead of doing a last season, they were considering for a while doing three two-hour movies because they didn't think they could afford the budget for the shows to like do it the way that they needed to do it. So they proposed to HBO that they do three movies. And then HBO was like, Nah, let's do it as a show, but we'll make sure you have all the money you need. So that's how you wind up doing dude. 75 days of battles or whatever the fuck they're doing, that's dude. That's fucking insane. Dude, it makes me so happy that they're doing this right. Because we have waited the entire course of the series for the... Like, we see a White Walker in the first episode, right? And yeah. they've just slowly And I think that was, like, out. the first season. I think that was it for the White Walkers. Yeah. That's it. I think like the first three seasons, I think we get 
like a taste each season yeah and then it starts to build a little bit but jesus dude this has to be a giant epic battle and they're so taking this shit seriously i love it man oh i can't wait when is that shit coming out is that like this spring or something yeah it's i mean 2019 is about all i've heard as far as when it's supposed to drop so I mean, we're only two months away from 2019. Oh, I'm going to have to pay for HBO again. Me too. Not a problem. I'll manage it. <laughs> I will make that happen. Yeah, and I will make it a point to pay for HBO too. Because I mean, I always do anyway. Whatever. But uh, <laughs> I love Game of Thrones so much. It's just like, I want to support yeah, that, you know? You know, when this final season comes out, I'm definitely going to renew my subscription for HBO. Like... Yeah, I have to get it back on, and then I'll catch up on like a bunch of last week tonight's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been because uh, I well, was two months now. I haven't had HBO, and that's like about same for me too. I think last week tonight's about all that's like been on HBO. That it's been like damn. So I just catch the the rant part of the episode on youtube on or YouTube. something yeah, yeah i won't even watch that because i know when i get hbo i'm just gonna backtrack and like watch them because i already discovered i can totally do that with that show even though it's a new show um it still just totally works so it'll be fine for me because i i watched the first two seasons that way like when i finally got hbo after a long time i just like watched the whole first two seasons in their entirety and like it was fucking great like it totally worked. So yeah, I have no problem doing that. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather not watch it on YouTube. And See, I wait. watch it on YouTube. It, it sucks. Cause I'd rather watch the stuff that's not on YouTube on YouTube and watch like, cause the rants are kind of timeless mm-hmm. to a point. And I'm just saying rants. Cause Dennis Miller kind of started that. Like where he goes off. I don't mean to go off on a rant here, but yeah, and goes like talks about a like takes a big sec portion of the show and talks about whatever topic that is. Um, and but like the first, I think it's the first ten minutes are basically timely stuff, and then the last twenty minutes are. Social security or financial. Whatever big issue they're yeah. going to deep dive into. That's yeah. when you learn shit on the show is when they, they go into and that deep dive. That's portion. the stuff I'd, the stuff that's timely I'd rather see on YouTube. Cause then I could watch it, like just catch up on what he's talking yeah. about. And then like when I get HBO, I can dive into like, what his thoughts on Saudi Arabia are. Part of the problem is that there's often running jokes, though. And, like, that's why I'd rather watch it as one thing. Is like, he has running jokes a lot. And yeah. so it's like, I, I just wanted to see the whole thing as a piece. It still works for me, so whatever. But, yeah. I think I just have to pay another five bucks because I got DirecTV right now streaming. So I think it's just another five bucks to get HBO. I should really just pay really that only five dollars. Only if you're doing it through Directv. Yeah. However, it's not as great as it is on HBO now. It has all the stuff, but Directv kind of uh, sucks. So like, 
there's all these weird hitches with the streaming all the time. See, I had uh, HBO through uh, PlayStation View. Mm-hmm. 15. It was 22, but I got HBO and Cinemax. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's been 15 at everything else I've seen, but DirecTV, for whatever reason, you could get it for five. So, like, we tried to do DirecTV, I want to say it was about a year ago. We really tried to just stick with it, but it was because with the HBO, it was like, okay, this is cheaper than having Sling and HBO. But it was just like, God damn, dude, there's their streaming just keeps fucking up and like i'm watching it now and like their streaming just keeps fucking up it's really irritating you know like playstation views streaming sucks yeah sling's not that bad they were really bad when we first started paying for sling when they were the only game in town for that like uh but they kind of figured it out like when i watch it now they don't really fuck up that and i was i mean to be fair i was watching on playstation 3 i don't like i haven't watched it on playstation 4 so i don't know if you don't have the top system to be checking it out (laughs) i do now but i don't have the service so yeah that's fair well should we call this a day sounds like good my beer is empty so yeah all right take it easy Thank you for listening to the Not Safer Network. Check out one of our many other shows, Charles Orr Horror Show, Geek Lantern's Light, Movies with Wrestlers, Real Roulette, The Alien Movie Project, Montucky Skies, and We Had a Good Life.